The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to this Wednesday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. And we're so glad you're with, the, with us this morning. And uh, we're going to be still evaluating and studying through the book of Ephesians. So we'll be in Ephesians chapter 4 here in just a moment. But I'd love to take this opp- opportunity to invite you to our services tonight. We have the adult Bible study tonight in the auditorium. Uh, runs from about 7 to about 7.40. And then prayer time will take place after that. The team, the youth group will be taking place, Kids Club, all of that will take place at the same time as well. And uh, so here at seven o'clock for every part of the family, nursery and all those things available for every part of the family. Love to invite you, have you come for a more of a low key casual setting and a time for prayer. We'd love to have you come participate. If you're unable to make it in person, we do live stream the Bible study portion of the Wednesday night service. And uh, so we'd love to have you join us for that if you can't make it here in person. Ephesians chapter four, as we continue our study, we've entitled the study the book of Ephesians, Identity, and we talk about different things that we are or that we have in Christ in our identity. Um, today, it's intriguing to me, we've named this podcast, uh, maybe a year and a half ago, we named it the Source of Truth podcast, and, and it has nothing to do with the person moderating the podcast, it has nothing to do with me, and everything to do with what it is we're doing here. It was initially created to be a live stream devotional during COVID time. And uh, that's simply what it is. It's still a devotional. We walk through what we call the source of truth, the Word of God. Our theme verse, Psalm 119, 105, Thy Word, God's Word, is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It is the truth for today. And I, and I mention that because it's we're coming down to, or we're coming to a verse today that speaks of truth. So we're going to look at two verses from Ephesians chapter 4. And uh, so verse 15, Ephesians 4, verse 15, the Bible says this, But speaking the truth in love may grow up, we may grow up in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body under the edifying of itself in love. So I want to take just the first couple minutes and talk about the idea of this word truth. We're speaking the truth in love. And I want to just look at the idea, importantly, Uh, and the importance of the idea of truth. I think three things under truth. One, what is the source of truth? And we mention it to be the Word of God, but simply it comes back that God is the source of truth. We run to John, I think it's 14.6, but a verse that references the fact that Jesus is the only way to heaven. But I hope we understand he says more than that. Jesus says he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. There's only one. He's truth, He's the only way to heaven. He's the only life. He's the only one. There's religion and a lot of other things out there, but he's the only one that truly offers those three things. And one of the three things he mentions is truth. Understand, he does not say that he is a truth or he has some truth or whatever. He, He references the truth. And that definite article is not a mistake. There really is only one truth. Today in our what we call postmodern world, we have come to this conclusion today that well, truth is how you see it. Truth is what you want it to believe. Truth is your opinion. Even in science today, we always hear screaming, obey the science, trust the science. But you see, science, this is how most science works today. Science is, this is how I want it to be, and I'm going to make science fit how I want it to be. Because if you go back to the Word of God, you're going to find that much that is debated in science today has been set in stone in the Word of God. Um, life 
you know, life and death and things of that nature, as we've just seen the last couple of days, the truth of it is established in the Word of God. It's inconvenient for some when you say, I want to live a certain way or have these decisions, but the value of life comes from Scripture, comes from God. So we can, you know, you can debate it and it becomes political debates, but the tr- it simply comes down to the truth is not found in any political party. The truth is not found in this church and not in that church. The truth is not found in church in general. The truth is found in God. And in John 1, 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, the Bible, and the Word. The Bible was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. God gave us this. This is the truth. That's why we study it. That's why we follow it. And I know the world wants to give a million reasons why it's not true. Here's the only thing I would say. The further our world gets from God and the Bible, are we getting better? Are we getting nicer? Are we getting more tolerant? Are we getting more loving? I say our world's getting more hateful, more critical, and harder to be around now the further we get from God because they're leaving the truth. You can't have your own truth. So the source of truth is God, is Jesus Christ. But then we have to understand the importance of truth. If we come out and see each of us have our own opinion of truth, well, then there is no truth. So there's either one truth or there's no truth. You, you can't say, well, that's your, your truth or my truth. Or uh, My kids make this comment, my wife and I were joking, how technically it's redundant, but in today's day it's not. Uh, the comment is, well, that's a true facts. True facts is what I hear. And to me, it's either, you know, true facts, it's redundant, truth, truth. It's either truth or there's not. But in today's day and age, we have our truth or we have our facts or whatever. It's just, it's just not the way it is. You either right or wrong. And don't get me wrong, it's an intolerant comment to make, but it's not about being tolerant, it's about being honest. The most tolerant thing you can do to people is be honest with them, truthful with them. That's the most loving thing you can do. So we look at this and the fact that Jesus is the source of truth and the importance of truth is you can't have your own truth. It's either true or it is not. You say either God exists or he doesn't. Well, he does. There is a heaven. There is a hell. There is eternity. You say, I don't believe it. Well, that doesn't matter if you believe it or not. You can say the sky's not blue. It doesn't change the color of the sky. And the importance of the truth is whether you believe it or not, there will be a time when the Bible, the Bible clears, you will, your life will end, and you will go to either heaven or hell. And no matter how much you say it doesn't, you don't believe it, it doesn't change the truth. And there's nothing more loving than tell people that's the truth. Don't get me wrong. People argue God didn't do what I want. I don't trust him. Um, It's a wrong way to look at God, but it doesn't change anything. There is that one truth. So then what do we do then? So you have the, what we call the, who is the truth, the identity of truth, the importance of truth. Can we talk about the use of truth? He tells us in this verse that we use, speak the truth in love. I've heard preachers and people throughout the years that use the truth of the gospel or the truth of the Bible to be hateful to be hurtful. And I hope you understand there's an honest truth and then there's a hateful truth. And it, 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 the truth is there. It's how we bring it across. Uh, there have been times that I've been proven wrong and there's nothing encouraging to me when the person who's proven me wrong uh, chooses to criticize, ah, ha, 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 whatever. We, we don't want that. As a matter of fact, as we've been studying through the book of Acts, we've been watching Paul in his three missionary journeys. We've been studying in the morning service and we watch Paul in his three missionary journeys. And one of the things that intrigues me that was said many times that Paul would, would go into the synagogue. And when he would go into the synagogue, he'd go in the Jewish place of worship as he's now trying to help these Jews to understand that their Messiah has come and it is Jesus Christ. So he would come in. The Bible says on multiple occasions in these chapters that Paul, he reasoned with the people. He didn't necessarily argue, debate, scold. He reasoned. He had the truth. And he used the truth, the Old Testament, connected the Old Testament to Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And he reasoned 
with them. I think today our desire so much is to be right. We don't care what happens. Can I encourage you, if you're sharing the love of Jesus and the truth of Jesus, hatred and, and, and harshness and sharing the truth and not in love is not helpful. We need to share it in love. You know, it's, God's the one that brings the conviction. He's the one that helps him to recognize that. We, that's why develop a relationship, love the people, share the truth in love. But so he talks about this aspect of love and why it's important. But what he concludes the knowledge and all these things we get and being taught by these different offices we talked about yesterday and the truth. Why? What do we gain from it? It says in verse 16, from, the whole, uh, from whom of the whole body, it's talking about Jesus Christ, the head, of the church, from whom Jesus Christ, the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body and the edifying of itself in love. Every part of the body, Romans talks about this, it's, it's, Ephesians talks about this, the church, the body. That unit that called, that's called out from the world that meets at the address of our church and that ministers to each other and ministers to the community, that's the body. And he, every joint supplies, every part makes different things the body work. Simply this, if I use my gift correctly, I will edify the body, including myself. If I refuse to use my gift, then I'm pulling from the body. And, and it limits what that ministry, what that church can do, because my gift has been given to the church for the church. I need it for that purpose. God, God, God wants the church. God put me here in the church needs that gift. So the more of us that use it, the more effective and healthy that body becomes. I, I was, uh, as I, I'm going to conclude with an illustration that I read. I read this this morning. Uh, Tony Evans has a commentary and I loved his illustration on this. So he's, he's referencing um, the, um, the great oaks in California. And he's talking about how they're the tallest trees, the strength, and, and, they, and, they're, and they're marvel to the, to the average human as they go by and they look at the, the height of these things and the strength, not to mention the age of these trees. But the interesting thing he pointed out is probably a known fact. Uh, I actually probably knew that, didn't remember it, but as I read that this morning, one thing I found intriguing is that the reason these, these trees are so strong is because they share a root system under the ground. Not only does their roots go under the ground and you know, get nourishment and strength, they connect to each other. So all of these trees are connected under the ground, sharing a root system, which means you get greater nourishment, but which means when one tree is being hit by the wind or whatever it would be, it's got the help of all the other trees holding it in place. That is the premise of what you see here. The premise is that when everybody uses their gifts for God, the entire body is strengthened by it. So let me challenge you in these two thoughts today, the truth. But with that truth, we implement it in love and in effectiveness to follow Christ. It's amazing how that church body becomes even that much more healthy. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Wednesday morning. Uh, we greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day. Uh, we hope it's an encouragement. We hope it's a help. And we always appreciate the privilege you give to me uh, to be part of your day. And uh, we look forward to continuing this week. We hope it inspires you and encourages you. We hope you'll join us the remainder of this week as we continue to look through the book of Ephesians. Thanks again for joining us today.